What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1041 of Ask Pat 2.0. This is a show where I coach an entrepreneur like you through a process, through a pain, through a problem, and we work through it together, like coaching style. And if you want to check out more of these episodes, all you have to do is obviously go through the archive in your app that you're using to download this, or you can go to askpat.com and you can check it out there. You can also apply to get coaching too. I'm really excited about this particular coaching session because we're bringing back somebody who was on before. We're bringing back Meg Brunson from episode 1009. So this was recorded a long time ago, maybe seven or eight months ago. And I'm excited to bring Meg back on. This is kind of the theme for Ask Pat this month, if you haven't noticed yet. It's kind of a, where are they now? And Meg came on in 1009, and she had some issues with decisions that she was going to make related to her brand. She has kind of two different brands, and she was creating a podcast, and she wasn't quite sure which direction to go. We coached her through that process. process. And in this episode, you're going to hear how she took action, what exactly she did, and what some of her next plans are moving forward. So I hope you enjoy this where are they now with Meg Brunson again from episode 1009. So if you want to kind of get the background story on this, you can go ahead and listen to that one. And it might be interesting to go and listen to that one after you listen to this one if you haven't already, just to get a feel for where she was at. And I'm so proud of her. I'm so excited for you to listen to this. All right. Now, here's where Meg Brunson is now. Meg, welcome back to Ask Pat 2.0. I cannot wait to hear the update. Uh, how things been going? Hey, Pat. Things are going so well, Good. I took your advice a hundred percent. Um, I think I kind of knew that's the route I wanted to go and you just confirmed it. And it's been, it, it's definitely been like the best decision I've, I've made for my business. Oh, I'm so thankful to hear that. And I, I want you to, it, for, cause there may be some people who listen to this who may not remember episode 1009, which sure. if I'm just checking the calendar here, that was back in March of this year. So it's been, you know, six, seven months now that you've put work together. So what was the big issue before? And how did you address that? So the issue before was that I was launching my podcast and, you know, my podcast has this cute and catchy name and I didn't know if I should create a separate website for my podcast or if I should put it on like a personally branded site, mm -hmm. which focuses on a slightly different topic. Right. Do you want me to get into like what those topics are? <laughs> I mean, just quickly, quick reminder, and then just tell us kind of like, what have you done and where things are at? Sure. So my my website, my personally branded site really focuses on marketing. So it focuses on Facebook marketing mm -hmm. um, pretty exclusively at that point. And my podcast is a little bit more about my personal journey. So it's called Familypreneur and it's about, you know, being an entrepreneur and being a parent and how those worlds kind of collide and how balance looks to us. Right. So they're so, kind of related, which was the issue. Kind of related. <laughs> Right. So, but, but that's where I got stuck. I was like, should family, should I, should I have familypreneurpodcast.com and megbrunson.com and keep them separate? So my audiences could pick one or the other. Mm -hmm. I was a little nervous that I might miss some people who would be interested in my podcast, but maybe not as interested in Facebook marketing or that I'd turn off some of my Facebook marketing clients because they didn't really care about my podcast. So that was like my internal struggle right? at the time. And you kind of encouraged me to just go ahead and personally brand it because I'm the similarity there and, and, and that's what makes me unique. 
And we talked about like Amy Porterfield, for example, who's personally branded, but still has a cute and catchy podcast name. Mm-hmm. And I, so that's what I did. And I, I went forward with it and I haven't had anybody have any, like I've gotten no complaints about it being difficult to understand or follow. You know, my podcast, I send people back to megbrunson.com slash whatever for mm-hmm. the podcast episodes, for the show notes. Um, and I think it's really helping. It's helping my credibility. I'm finding more of my ideal clients. Love it. Even my like my marketing clients are transforming into, like I said, more of my ideal clients. So I'm working with people I really resonate with and connect with on a personal level, not just a professional level, which makes oh, that's huge. my professional work so much easier because we actually connect. Like we actually get each other and get along. I feel like probably 90 five or something percent of my clients now are parents mm-hmm. and we have that level of understanding which just makes working together so much better that's so cool well first of all i want to congratulate you on taking action taking the advice and putting it into action i remember i i'm actually reading the transcript from our previous conversation um i had said you are the connector between all the different projects that you create, even though some of those projects may not necessarily 100% be congruent with some of the other projects because you are multi-passionate. You never know. A lot of people will listen to both and likely you'll have clients that are more your ideal situation. And it seems to be like that's exactly what's happening. It reminds me of my good friend, Chris Ducker, who says your vibe attracts your tribe. And by having this podcast under your brand, it's more you. That's your vibe. And check that out. You're a, you're You're getting approached by people who you want to work with, who want to work with you. That's so amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. And it was, I want to say it was about six months ago that I um, started adding sponsorship spots to my podcast and it's just promoting my stuff. Okay. So, so sponsorships I'm, with like air quotes. <laughs> yeah, with air quotes. So in the beginning, each episode is sponsored by something I offer and it's allowed me to just push a little bit of, you know, hey, remember I'm, I'm good at marketing. I'm a Facebook expert, you know, all this stuff. And I've gotten, like, I can think of one specific case where I I launched a brand new program and I just threw it in a sponsorship spot mm-hmm. on my podcast and I closed a client within that week, a $2,500 client. So like not a type, like I sold a big, a decent chunk of, of stuff. And I feel like it's because I connected them. That's so You know, amazing. I was able to build that connection. Can I, can I put you on the spot really quick? Sure. Can you pretend we are recording an upcoming podcast episode of yours and you just read what your normal spot would be for something like that? I'd love to hear it, if that's okay. Sure. Or if you you have to pull it up. Yeah, if you give me two seconds. Sure. Yeah, and as you're pulling that up, I'll just chat about that really quick. You know, that's a very common thing to do in podcasting. When you're starting out with a podcast, often people ask, well, how do I get advertisers? And it's very difficult to get sponsors and advertisers because you don't have numbers yet, because you don't have that big audience. But you can use those sponsorship spots, like what Meg's doing, to promote your own stuff, to share your own material. Uh, you could also do affiliate marketing there as well. So this is really smart uh, for you to essentially train your podcast listeners now to know that there's a, there's stuff that's being offered. Right now it's yours. Maybe down the road it could be somebody else's. Maybe not, I mean, because this seems to be working so well. So anyway, it looks like you got uh, you got it ready. So, okay, let's... I'm going to I'm going to press record and let's just let's hear your podcast spot. So I'd say you are listening to the Familypreneur podcast episode number 100. 
Today's episode is brought to you by my Facebook mentoring program. It's a big opportunity for entrepreneurs who are looking to make big things happen with Facebook. This is a 90-day program that'll be customized precisely to fit your business needs. At the end of that three-month period, you'll be equipped to run Facebook ad campaigns that will increase your traffic, leads, and most importantly, generate more revenue for your business. Cha-ching! Due to the level of support I'm providing, this offer is limited and expected to sell it quickly. So act fast. Visit MegBrunson.com slash mentor to see if you're a good fit. I love that. I'm just, so just <laughs> that's great. And then I'd say something like, and now we're going to introduce your guest. She is a uh, boom, boom, boom. And it's just a cute little pitch. And I have, I'm looking now, I've got a list of eight or nine and I kind of just go through them. Um, if I have something specific, then mm-hmm. I will focus on that. But typically, I just rotate through those eight or nine things, promoting different aspects of my business and things that I offer. Super smart. So you're kind of rotating them so that it's not just the same exact thing every time. And likely, right. correct me if I'm wrong, each one is a little bit different, but perhaps tailored to different sort of problems or pains that those people are having. Exactly. I love it. A few things I want to point out about that ad spot, because I think it was really, really great. Number one, it felt fully you. It didn't feel like you were just like, okay, I'm going to read this lecture thing and it's going to sound completely different. No, it just it fit you. I love how you said it was 90 days because that just gives me as a listener like, oh, this isn't like a forever thing. I can do it and it'll only take three months and I can get get results. You talked about the benefits, which is fantastic. That's the, the number one thing I always look for, like not just what this is, but how is it going to help me? You talked about that. You injected a little bit of scarcity there and limited time offer, get it now while there's still spots available kind of thing. Then finally, the call to action, which was there too. So I don't know if you wrote that or somebody else wrote that. I'm assuming you did because this is your expertise. And so um, well done. I just want to congratulate you on that. That's that's fantastic. Well, thank you. What else has been happening since we last spoke? So like I said, the personal branding ha- is propelling my business. Um, I In the past couple of weeks, I've been accepted to speak at three conferences coming up. Um, and I'm traveling for all of them. So there's a video related conference in San Diego in I don't I, in October. Which one is that one? Um, it's it's called Broadcast Your Authority. Oh, it's, okay. I don't know if you're familiar. I think you're familiar with Tamara Thompson. I know, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, she's so great. So it's her event. Um, and then I'm going to be at uh, DC Podfest in November. So that's super exciting to me because I'm a new. I still consider myself a new podcaster, even though I'm almost a year in. Um, but to be accepted to speak at a podcasting conference, I'm so excited to be able to combine my knowledge when it comes to Facebook with my my new experience as a podcaster. And then in March, I'll be at um, the Lakeside Conference for it's a women's business workshop, Lakeside Conference in Wisconsin. So I'm I'm really being able to just expand my reach and and influence and help more people and i i know that it's it's the personal branding that's so cool what what is your goal with speaking on stage now i think i mean my ultimate goal really is to help more people um when i worked at facebook i was restricted by to to how many people i could actually help because it was a sales position you know facebook was ultimately concerned with their bottom line right. and there were a lot of people i wanted to help because i saw myself in them, you know, their parents, they're trying to build their own side hustle. And because of the restrictions placed on us, I, I I was limited as to how much I could do. And so I really just want to influence as many people as possible to allow them to build their business, 
and become the parents that they, they want to be, get, get some of that time back and that freedom back. So I feel like that's my ultimate goal. Of course, the being able to build my own business <laughs> is right along with there, right? So I'm, I've got a course launching and I've got my mentorship programs and I have a whole bunch of um, programs that I'm offering that are, that are going to help people get to that spot, but also help me maintain right. my spot where I am. So being able to sell some of that is going to be um, a bonus too. So just in- increasing my reach and influence and my following, those are really my goals. And I think visibility from the stage is a really fun way for me to do it. I really love being at conferences and being able to connect with so many different people. Well, you're going to do great. I'm, I'm excited to hear kind of how that all goes down. And now you're also a brand new podcaster. Like you said, you've, you've launched uh, your show. Um, how has that been going sort of production wise? That's a big common question I get when I teach people podcasting is like, okay, well, how much additional work is this going to be? Is it, am I going to be just like tied down to always creating content and editing and all this stuff? How is production going for you related to your podcast? So I'm doing a lot of batch producing. So mm-hmm. I record, I take like a month and I record like 12 episodes in a month. And that's honestly my favorite part is having those conversations um, with other with others. Mm-hmm. And then I'm currently doing a combination of editing my own podcast and outsourcing some of them. So I'm doing about 50-50 at this point, editing myself and outsourcing, partially because of the batch process, the way that I'm batch um, producing it. Mm-hmm. And there's some episodes I just, I'm a little bit of a control freak. So there's some episodes that I just want to have that final say and totally how they turn out. I totally relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am splitting that a little bit, but I'm doing most of it by myself and finding that by batch batch producing everything, I've, I've kind of found my flow. So the months that I record, that does take, you know, each one of my recordings is 30 minutes to an hour. So that does take time. Um, and then I go through the batch process the following month. So I'm probably, I'm trying to, trying to make it an accurate guess here. I'm thinking maybe five hours a week that I'm putting in on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is something I really enjoy doing. And I am thinking eventually of outsourcing more of it. Like I could have somebody actually put the stuff on my website, put the notes there and things like that. But right now I'm I'm managing all of those pieces. It's really my, I don't know, it's the fun part. You know what I mean? It's something I really enjoy doing. Great. That's amazing. Were there any struggles with your podcast getting it up and running or anything you've run into that maybe was a little bit surprising, a little bit on the difficult end? I mean, I think the the... The biggest, I don't know if it's even a struggle, is just not really knowing where I should be or where I want to be when it comes to metrics. Mm. So I've struggled a little bit coming from a marketing standpoint where I'm used to having access to a lot of data. <laughs> Which where I can there is see none exactly, in podcasting, hardly. <laughs> right, exactly <laughs> what's working. Um, so with Libsyn, I, it, Libsyn is my podcast host, and I have upgraded to a higher pay structure to get access to some more analytics because I wanted to see as much as I could. Um, I think that was the biggest struggle was not having the data to back what was happening in the podcast world. Um, I'm a member of your, I, I took your podcasting course and I'm a member of your community and I've gotten a lot of support 
from that community too, just through the the Q and A and the discussions about how stats really don't matter as much. And I know that, like as a marketer, I know that deep down, that's not the bottom line. Um, and it's, I feel like a more accurate measure of success, which I'm I'm seeing now, are the random people who who message me. And it's not every day, but I get random messages or I'll run into even a friend. You know, you think that your friends would listen to you all the time, but they don't. (laughs) But when (laughs) so when you run into a friend and they're like, wow, I really enjoyed this week's episode. I'm always like, wow, you listened to it. Like, that's that's amazing. (laughs) So I think that it, it was getting it was figuring out defining success. You know what success is from this podcast. And. That's what I struggled the most with, but now I'm totally, I'm just totally sold on it. I love being able to even just see how many downloads are happening each day is, is amazing. And they don't have to be huge numbers because I I still don't consider myself huge. I, um, I'm not quite at 7,000 downloads and that's accumulative, you know, cumulatively since I launched in January. So I know there are much bigger podcasts and I know there are smaller podcasts and, I think that there's success at each, at all sizes. Right. Yet you're still seeing, and there are numbers that you can track, like sales for and, and clients and, and those kinds of things. Plus, I think another side benefit of having a podcast is when you have clients who then listen, they're going to continue to work with you and yes. and continue to pay you. And that's often under thought about sort of aspect of, of podcasting, especially if you do any coaching or have students too. So that, that's fantastic. So Meg, to, to finish up, I'd love for you to speak on like, What's next? What do you think the big challenges are going to be? And perhaps I can help guide you if you need it. Uh, but it sounds like everything's going very well. Well, I'll go ahead and be a little vulnerable and tell you what I'm what I'm thinking about next, and see what you ha- what you think about it. Okay. So cool. I'm actually thinking of expanding it. I'm publish. I'm releasing a podcast episode every Wednesday, and I'm thinking about adding um, a Monday day that would be more of a solo show where I would just focus on marketing tips. But again, I'm facing some of those same struggles, kind of ironically, (laughs) that I faced at the beginning Mm -hmm. of will I turn people off? You know, people who are really listening for more of that, that familypreneur balance content, do they also want that marketing piece? So I feel like that's where I'm kind of struggling with as I'm trying, as I'm building my authority in the marketing space do I want to bring that on as a second day or do I want to potentially launch a second podcast? I feel like it's the same issue. It's just <laughs> a different perspective. Uh, so that's where my head is at right now. And everything is telling me to just make it, um, make it a Monday thing like in January. And I've already thought I could call it marketing Monday and I could call Wednesday like the midweek mastermind and still have it work. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Oh. Now, my my suggestion, and this is based on a lot of students that I've coached and a lot of people in the course. And by the way, thank you for mentioning the Power Podcasting course. I, you know, that's so nice of you. Um, would be the test. And the cool thing is, you can just say, "Hey, guys, for January, you can like make a big deal out of, fa- out of like leading up to it into the into the new year. Like, hey, guys, for all of January, we're going to have a special Monday series, and that way you kind of have a potential to go, all right, we did it in January. Not very many people liked it, so let's get back to usual versus like committing to it forever. You can just make a big deal out of it, make it an event, 
uh, have it come out, you know, every Monday in, in just January. So four episodes just to kind of give people a taste. And then you can actually call on your audience, your clients and your people and go, what did you think? Should I continue this? Did you like it? Should it be changed to something else? Should we have a, you know, a different day for a different thing? What do you guys think? And that way you're also getting your audience involved too. So taking, I love helping people in a way where I can go, you know what? That's a great idea. Let's test it. And that that's what I would suggest. And that is a good idea. And January, I think, would be a great month to test after the holidays and the new year and new year, new strategy. Possibly. New strategies, new people who had just gotten phones for Christmas who are now looking for new podcasts to download. So I think the timing's right there, too. So, so cool. Well, keep me posted on that. I'd love to. I mean, I spoke to Lisa, who was in our last show yesterday who or last week um and i was like man like i could see all these people coming back again and again and again and again just like upgrading and upgrading and upgrading would you be interested in like you know months down the road coming back and give us a a third sort of where are they now would that be interest of interest to you oh of course this is so much fun (laughs) well i love the action that you've taken meg i'm so excited to, to hear how things go later on so we'll check in back with you later but one more time give a shout out to where people can go to find you your podcast and all the good things so everything is at megbrunson.com. There's links to absolutely everything, all my social media sites, the podcast, my blogs, everything. Well done. Meg, you're a rock star. Keep up the great work, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Pat. All right. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Meg Brunson. Man, just so many amazing things there, and I definitely recommend you check out her podcast. Come to the show notes. You can get all the links there. Uh, on Smart Passive Income, and I just want to know how you feel about these episodes, people coming back. Use the hashtag AskPat1041, or you can hit me up at Pat Flynn on Twitter and just let me know, or on Instagram, whatever suits you best. I'd love to hear what you think of these uh, shows where people are coming back. We got two more this month, or more perhaps, uh, but two more recorded so far. I'm looking forward to next week's also because we're bringing back the very first person that I coached on this style of AskPat, which started in episode 1001. So if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, make sure you do that now. Thanks so much for listening in. I appreciate you. And if you haven't yet done so, leave a review on iTunes. That would be amazingly helpful. Thank you so much in advance. I appreciate you. We'll see you in the next one. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable. And the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, The Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.